welcome everybody. My name is Ashley Ng. I am um, presenting this podcast today. This podcast is going to be focusing on the Abbott Diabetes Care case study competition. I'm very lucky to be joined by Chris who actually won this particular competition last year and we're going to be talking about little tips and tricks around how to get started writing, the benefits of writing one up and just Chris's experience doing it. So welcome Chris. Oh, thanks, Ashley. Thanks very much. Tell us what inspired you to enter the case study competition. Okay, sure. Um, look, initially, um, I wasn't actually going to enter the case study competition um, because I wasn't sure uh, if what I had would be interesting enough um, for people to read. Uh, and then a colleague at work, uh, one of the nurse practitioners, um, said that she had entered it in 2018 and um, had got a lot out of the experience. Also, um, I got some encouragement from my manager uh, who, who said that it was um, definitely worth doing. So I decided to proceed uh, and I began piecing the events together of the case study. As I began to review the past events, um, I realised there was actually a lot to share with others by going ahead with this. So I think um, the case study uh, gave me an opportunity to demonstrate um, how um, flash glucose monitoring had significant benefits for people uh, in terms of managing their diabetes and improving their quality of life. Definitely from a personal point of view, um, putting the case uh, study together was a terrific way to, ref to reflect on my practice and um, review the past events. Fantastic. So it sounds like there was a lot of support from people at work to get you to do this, but also it was a bit of a reflective process, which is interesting. And we'll talk a little bit more about that um, later on. So walk us through how you actually started preparing to write this case study. Was it a little bit daunting? How, how did you go about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a little bit daunting at first. I sort of, I had a lot of information that I had to piece together. So I, I guess once I decided to proceed um, with, with going ahead with it all, I did have a very clear idea of the client that I wanted to present um, because it was obvious um, that the flash glucose monitoring had benefit um, her diabetes management. Fortunately, we have, um, as most hospitals do, I'm not sure about community settings, um, we have like a medical records online. So every presentation I had with the client was documented. Um, so it was just a matter of um, putting together all episodes of care and piecing it all together. Uh, I then superimposed all the Libre reports over the top of all the events as they happened. And basically, I had an information timeline then. I then highlighted the relevant events that impacted on her care and then attempted to highlight how um, the flash glucose monitoring improved her outcomes and ability to manage her diabetes. I guess in the case study, I tried to highlight the benefits of flash glucose monitoring on a person with mental health issues um, and demonstrate how it improved um, her quality of life. And uh, with this case study, primarily um, the flash glucose monitoring gave her relief from painful finger pricking because this, this was a major barrier to her monitoring. It also allowed her to monitor in periods of very low motivation. Uh, within the case study, I also wanted to demonstrate how um, flash glucose monitoring made it easy for the client and for the healthcare professional, in this case, which was me, to share information through LibreView. And using LibreView allowed us to provide um, infant titration advice and lots of ongoing education, which ultimately improved um, her outcomes. 
in the case study, I felt it was important to also note that there was one challenge uh, with this technology, and I think that's a challenge that um, a lot of people have have experienced, and that was the cost of it. Um, as a student, the technology um, was very expensive for her, uh, but I guess in the end, the benefits um, um, outweighed the costs, so she continued to to go with it. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing all of that. How did you come up or how did you settle on um, selecting a particular case study? Because I'm sure you see lots of patients or lots of clients who use flash glucose monitoring. How did you decide that, okay, this was the one, this is the one I'm going to be talking about? Yeah, look, look I think um, because I, I dealt with this client a lot, uh, pretty much from her first, first presentation in DKA to the hospital, I'd seen her on a number of occasions. Uh, and we were sort of, I, I could see a general deterioration in her in her health. And the, one of the primary issues was the, the lack of monitoring. And um, I, I just think it was, because um, flash glucose monitoring was really a turning point in her care. Uh, so that's why I really picked her. Uh, and plus I'd had a lot, a, a lot of, um, you know, presentations with her. So I had a lot to write on there. So I think she was the, the obvious choice for me. Fantastic. Thank you. And I think that's so good to, particularly when you said that going on to flash glucose monitoring was a turning point for her. It goes to show how important these advances in technology are and how important it is that it's made more accessible and affordable for people uh, around Australia who, you know, would benefit from this as well. So it's it's a fantastic case study to be presenting. So in terms of writing the case study and, ref and you talked about reflective practice, how has it actually influenced the way you now practice or even your colleagues, like say when you share the story or we share this case study with them? Yeah, um, so from, from a personal level, um, I think, well, first of all, it was the first time I'd, I'd, I'd ever written a case study in a very long time. So it gave me an opportunity to, to have experience in doing something like that. When you look back on on a, a case or somebody that you've um, you, you've been looking after, you definitely go, "Wow, you know, there's so much to reflect on here." You see things. Maybe I could have done that differently. You know, we did the right thing here. We did the right thing there. This was a good idea. This was probably not so great. You know, it's it's quite incredible. Um, and I'd highly recommend anyone who ever does a case study to do it because you really do get to reflect on the past events and how things could have been changed. I guess from a mental health point of view, it's influenced also the way that I speak to clients and I preference a lot of my consultations, whether it's, you know, on the wards, seeing a patient up there or in a clinic, is um, by saying, are you okay? Um, I think um, exploring mental health issues is really, really important uh, with this particular client. Uh, she did have some underlying mental health issues, which uh, there were little bubblings of that going on. She, she said little things initially, which I didn't really pick up on. Uh, and, and I think it's so important to explore those issues. If you've got a hunch that a, that, that a client might be having mental health issues, to really explore that because it's actually going to become an issue later down the track and, and can really severely impair the way that they manage their diabetes. 
Um, so now much more attuned to looking for mental health issues, if that's the right term. But, you know, just little things uh, are worth exploring um, in, in your client. So um, I guess uh, the other thing is when I have a client um, who's struggling with self-management tasks, um, especially blood glucose monitoring, it's great now that uh, you've got things like flash glucose monitoring, um, which is available. So that's pretty much front of mind now. If I've got someone who's saying, I can't do prick, prick my fingers anymore, I just can't do this sort of thing, uh, that is definitely um, a, a valid alternative that, that, that can help. I think that's such an interesting point and such a really good point that you brought up in terms of dealing with mental health and diabetes management. And I think it's so good that, you know, it's made you reflect on the way you ask questions and you pick up certain cues, particularly, you know, are you okay? Like such simple things like that can make such a huge difference and a huge impact. And the fact that, you know, technology like flash glucose monitoring can actually take away some of that added burden that you get from pricking your finger, you know, three, four times a day, you know, and having to look at that blood sugars, whereas, you know, you can just flash and you can just, it just takes so much mental burden out of that. So that's fantastic that this is being highlighted. And it just goes to show that diabetes is just much more than, you know, pricking your finger, eating the right foods, that kind of stuff. Uh, There's a whole lot of mental aspect in there as well. So let's move on to our next question in terms of, Writing up the case study submission, there were, you know, selection criterias that you had to fulfill. How did you go about uh, approaching that? And did you come across any challenges when you were preparing the case study submission? Yeah, look, the, the, the major ch- challenge was that I thought with, with the person that I um, had chosen for the case study, because she'd been so much um, distress and hardship. Um, I initially thought that she wouldn't want me to go ahead with this. I didn't think she'd want cons- cons- that would um, allow consent. However, fortunately, she was okay with this, uh, with sharing um, her experience. And I think that was um, her eagerness to help others to learn. Uh, she herself was a, was a student, although um, in a completely different discipline to what I'm doing. But um, I thought it was really great that she was okay, but I actually thought it wasn't going to go ahead. <laughs> uh, and I was actually a little bit hesitant to ask her because I sort of thought that was, you know, a bit much, but she was great. Saying that, um, I think it was really important um, to keep her privacy protected. Um, it, it is very sensitive information. Um, I noticed um, other people who'd done case studies and stuff, um, not so much in, in, in the... Um, in the writing up of the case study, but the presentations at the ADA, they had photos of each other and that. I, I didn't really want to take it that far. I think um, uh, I heavily protected the information um, due to the, um, the sensitive nature of the case study. Fantastic. I think that's such an important point to consider. And, and kudos to you for actually asking for consent because I know some people might just write up a case study and they go, well, if it's anonymous, they won't know. So it's really good that you asked for consent and it's great that, you know, your client had input in terms of, yes, it's okay for you to share the story and for you to maintain that privacy as well. And I think it's also then up to individual providers and clients as to how far they take that that storytelling. Some of them, I guess, would be a bit more public and some of them would be a bit more comfortable and some of them, you know, would prefer to be very anonymous and not share a lot of details. So that's that's fantastic. And I think that's something that anyone who's writing up a case study in the future should take into consideration. In terms of preparing 
the case study, um, we talked about the sensitive nature of that. Would you consider putting in another case study for this year? Um, at, at this stage, I haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, we, we've put a lot of people on flash glucose monitoring. I did have another client in mind that um, we'd set up to get flash glucose monitoring, but uh, and it would have been absolutely fantastic for them, but um, I referred them to uh, a, a rural um, practice and they didn't come down to get fitted, so they, they've probably had that done with a, with another service. So at this, at this stage, I haven't got anybody in mind, but um, I, I'm certainly looking... Um, back into the last 12 months to see if there's anybody appropriate that I could present. Fantastic. And then, so for those people who are interested or who are considering submitting a case study competition, what, from your experiences, what are your tips and do you have any advice for them? Yes, de uh, definitely say have a go. Um, as I said before, I was a little bit hesitant to do it because I thought, you know, maybe people wouldn't be interested, but it actually turned out that people were very interested. I think um, you've got everything to gain and nothing to lose by by, by entering it. I think um, try to include relevant screenshots from LibreView um, to help illustrate the improvements um, that the flash glucose monitoring um, made uh, to your patient or to your client. And like I said before, don't feel like um, others won't be interested in um, what you have to present. And the other thing is don't leave it to the last minute. I entered the case study quite late uh, and um, it did put a little bit of pressure on me to get everything together, but I got there. But yeah, um, try and sort of start working on it now because uh, it won't be so pressured. <laughs> I, I definitely second that because I think once you have these ideas in mind and actually start putting things down on paper, you don't realise that like, actually I, I might need to tweak this a little bit or tweak that a little bit. So definitely second um, leaving, not leaving it to the last minute per se and just making sure you check all of that through. Um, yeah. Yeah. One other question I had for you was... What do you think the audience took away from the case study that you presented? Because you were saying that, you know, people were very interested in hearing about it. I think um, as much as it was about the benefits of flash glucose monitoring, it also um, highlighted um, mental health in diabetes. Um, I, I think it was uh, a lot of people were like, oh, my goodness, you know, I, I didn't realise that, that, that things could be so tough you know, for people. And um, so I think from that point of view, um, that was very revealing. Um, definitely the, the mental health issues that um, this person was experiencing and the influence it had on her ability to self-manage. And I think that, you know, as we said before, that's such an important point that really doesn't get highlighted enough these days. So I hope that uh, you will put in another case study and I look forward to listening uh, or hearing more about different case studies that do come in as well uh, that is it for our podcast today a nice short quick one thank you again Chris for your time today and we look forward to presenting all of the case studies um, at the ADC later this year thank you great thank you Ashley